Talk Radio 96.7, as it does every Thursday from 5 to 6, presents Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by the Hampton Inn Lakeside Village. Your host of Sports Central this afternoon and broadcasting live from Grasslands is Justin LaFerrier. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Eric. As Eric mentioned, I am Justin LaFerrier, live on location at Grasslands Country Club here in South Lakeland for the 27th annual Major League Scramble with the Detroit Tigers. And of course, uh, as always, I am joined by my co-host and cohort, uh, Becky Messina. How are you? I'm great. How are you? You've been out here all day, right? I have. I've been enjoying the sunshine. It's, it is, like Eric said in the intro, it is a beautiful day right now in Lakeland, and we're happy to be out here talking sports with you this evening. And as always, uh, we have a jam-packed show. If uh, our coworker Neil Duncan, uh, usually the host for Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7, can uh, find anybody for us to interview, we may have some special guests. We may or may not. But uh, either way, we do have a ton to cover, so let's not waste any time, Becky. Let's jump right into it, talk some of the local update on the high school side, because, of course, we mention it here usually every week that Central Florida's Polk County is, has no shortage of talent, especially on the high school level, and it uh, never ceases to exist or hasn't ceased to exist uh, this season as well. After uh, last night, I believe, uh, Lakeland Christian Girls Soccer uh, brought home the sixth high school state championship to Polk County this year alone. I believe we will be seeing them at the All Sports Awards, June 13th. June 13th <laughs> at the RP Funding Center, right across the street from Hall Communications there. Um, just real quick, Lakeland football, Lake Wales football, Lakeland, Auburndale, and Bartow cheerleading, and now Lakeland Christian Girls Soccer, the sixth state championship for high school sports here in Polk County. Unbelievable. We should see all, if not a good number of those individuals at the All Sports Awards, uh, as Becky mentioned, on June 13th. But we've got a few other teams vying for more hardware uh, as the girls FHSA state basketball finals are currently underway at the RP Funding Center, followed up next week by the boys state basketball finals at the RP Funding Center. Tonight, 6 p.m., so right after this show here on Sports Central, Lake Gibson, is going to be taking on St. Thomas at the RP Funding Center in the state semifinals. And then tomorrow afternoon, 2.30 p.m., the Winter Haven Blue Devils will be uh, vying for their spot in the state finals this weekend to, as both of those teams look to bring home yet again another state championship to Polk County. And then, of course, a few teams on the boys' side still vying to make it over to RP Funding Center for the state finals next week. Winter Haven, Victory Christian, and Lakeland all still uh, alive in the regional tournaments right now. They will play in the region finals for their chance to uh, come over to RP Funding Center and compete for state championships next week. I do want to mention, though, Lakeland High School, uh, Henderson Taylor, the head coach of their boys' basketball team, uh, it's been a heck of a year for him, right? Mm -hmm. uh, last year underwent or, or suffered, excuse me, a massive heart attack just a year ago when the team was facing Kathleen. He has had to drastically change the way he approaches coaching this team and it's paying dividends. Yeah, um, he did just coach his team to win over Edgewater in the Class 6A regional semifinals. Um, and I believe Lakeland's ranked number five in Class 6A. They're facing off against number three, um, Wakiva. Wakiva. Wakiva, I was close. <laughs> in the regional finals on Friday at 7 p.m. in Apoka. Wow, Apoka. Apoka. <laughs> Goodness, Becky. Neil, if you're going to laugh, get on the air. 
Neil is close by, watching intently to uh, the this edition of Sports Central. But he is evaluating, uh, evaluating Becky more so than me because I don't really care. I get All right, you've done everything. it. No, there he is. You've done it. Welcome to the show, Mr. Neil Duncan. Listen, I, you know it's a good day. Any day you're out here at Grasslands, I want to say thank you to them. I want to say thank you to Detroit Tigers. Uh, you look at the event. Uh, really, last night the Tiger Barbecue at Publix Field at Joker Marchant Stadium, kind of, it, it's that unofficial kickoff. Yep. I know you guys had uh, a week or so ago the lead-off event for spring training up at the Welcome Center, I four and twenty-seven. But you look at last night with the barbecue, uh, and and of course, Publix Field owned by the City of Lakeland, so the partnership between Visit Central Florida, City of Lakeland, the Tigers, just, I mean, what was there, seven, eight hundred people there last night? Yeah, Huge event. Impact jam-packed then you come out here and uh and you you see the you know some of our partners and community leaders out here with the tigers and this is the reason they've been here for almost 90 years because there is a partnership there's not a business transaction there's a partnership and you talk about uh, coach henderson and and the massive heart attack that he had last year coaching um sometimes you have to step back a little bit from the daily grind and and the way that things impact you but I will say this, if you're looking for a breath of fresh air, go outside in Polk County right now because it is beautiful out. It is an absolute gorgeous day out here at Grasslands. We're happy to be here. Um, unbelievable time today, uh, kicking off the spring training season. What will be the, Neil, help me out here, the 87th? Yeah, 87th. 87th yep. year of spring training for the Detroit Tigers here in Lakeland. Their first home game going to be this Saturday on the 25th. They'll against be at home the Phillies. against the Phillies. Split squad game, I believe. Yeah. We're going to dive a little more into the, into the Tigers next segment because I want to touch on the new, the new rules MLB is uh, looking at this, this upcoming season. Hopefully we'll get the opportunity to talk to some of the players about those new rules and how they see it affecting the game. Yeah, that's one of the great things. And, of course, we thank our partners at uh, Hall Communications, uh, Talk 96.7, for allowing us to do this on location here at Grasslands. And, you know, the, the golf tournament is, is going on right now, so we try to grab some folks, and usually that happens later in the show. But uh, hopefully we can do that. That usually only happens if they're playing well on the course, so I'm not sure how well they are playing. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we might be off the air before they get in, but uh, we'll try to grab some people. I think last year we had a long segment with uh, – uh, Alan Trammell. Oh, he yeah. was on and, and a few others. So hopefully we can snag a couple of those Tiger legends. Look, the, you and I are both sitting here doing this right now, so they got to be playing better than if you and I were on the course because it's Listen, pretty ugly. There's a reason we put our logo on those golf balls, <laughs> and everybody can get mad at me if we're losing so many golf balls. I'm just spreading the brand. That's right. That's all it is. That's all. Brand recognition, man. Multiplicity of impressions, <laughs> right. as our boss likes to say. <laughs> so, Becky, we touched on the high school side. Let's talk a little bit about the college side right now. Southeastern softball, number four ranked Southeastern University softball is approaching their toughest stretch of the season. They look to host two NAIA top 15 ranked teams next week. They're going to be taking on the University of Mobile on Thursday in a doubleheader, followed by a doubleheader against Grandview. Last year's doubleheader between the Fire and Grandview ended in a split with the Fire taking the latter of the two contests. So number four ranked Southeastern looks to uh, continue to stay heavily or highly ranked, excuse me, in the NAIA rankings as they have a, a tough stretch coming up. Florida Southern Men's College Tennis, they claim their second straight victory with a win over Bates College 6-1. to one. Despite losing doubles, FSC was able to recover during singles. With each of the first sets going to the mocks, Florida Southern will host Rollins in what looks to be an exciting matchup tonight or today excuse me at the Winnie Warden Tennis Center over at Florida Southern College as well so 
What's happening on the basketball hard courts? Uh, your uh, your love of basketball. I know you have so much from working <laughs> a camera there at Florida Southern. Oh yeah, it was the time of my life. Uh, you know, <laughs> so fun. Um, <laughs> women's basketball. Uh, oh God, the way I can't read. Sorry. <laughs> so three uh, mocks from Florida Southern College women's basketball team were named to the CSE Academic All District Team. Ariana Braseo, Marissa Janecki, and Dominica Zamora were all included. Janky. Janky. I'll get you on that one. Thank you. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Are you asleep over there? <laughs> I, don't know I, what's I think happening. the Florida Sun got her. I think it's because you're here. Gracious. She just thinks. Fine, I'll, I'll go. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm you can sit, please no, stay. No. We love you, buddy. Oh, God. Um, Bricario? I don't know how to say that. A sophomore, she appeared in 21 games, hit a career high of 11 points against Rollins on February 8th. Janky appeared in all 25 games with a career high of 22 in scoring against the University of Puerto Rico. I'm not going to attempt the rest of that. <laughs> Maya Giz. <laughs> Lastly, Zamora, a team captain for the Mocs, received Sunshine State Conference Defensive Player of the Week honors in the third week of the season. Each of the three girls, phenomenal plays on and off the field, well, the court, <laughs> secured them for the award. Sticking with the basketball hardcourt, Warner University men's basketball. The Royals faced off against St. Thomas University in the Sun Conference quarterfinals, unfortunately suffering a heartbreaking loss in what was their final game of the season. The Royals did come out hot, but unfortunately were not able to hold that lead against St. Thomas. A three-point shot with a minute left in regulation was enough for St. Thomas to claim the victory 77-74. Warner finished the year 14-15 and with a 7-9 and record in conference play. And then we've talked about baseball, so let's talk a little more baseball. Polk State baseball, the Eagles baseball team rallied with 11 runs in the first inning against their game Saint John, against St. John's River State College on Tuesday night. They finished the night with 15 hits, unable to tack on another run until the eighth inning. Wow. 11 runs in the first and were shut down to the eighth. However, St. John's was unable to recover from that massive first inning, ended up losing that game 12-5. to Polk State now has won 10 out of their last 12 and the two teams will face off against each other once again. Uh, they faced off last night, excuse me. Uh, I'm assuming they're in Winter Haven as well. Yeah, I think so. What happened with lacrosse? Uh, Weber Women's Lacrosse. They had two athletes earn Sun Conference Player of the Week honors. So baseball, it went to baseball and lacrosse. Baseball player Tommy Diaz and women's lacrosse player uh, Bryce Gerber, who went five and six. Ooh, Diaz went five and six at the plate in two games last week with an on-base percentage of .9006 RBI. At, oh my God, I can't talk. RBIs, three runs scored and two stolen bases is making a name for himself this season. While Gerber from women's lacrosse, who leads her team in offense, set career highs in both goals with eight points, with 11 against Warner. The Warriors baseball team will host. Teledega College in a doubleheader on Friday and Saturday, and the women's lacrosse team hosts St. Thomas on Saturday as well. Big weekend for Weber. A lot of stuff going on here in Central Florida's Polk County, as we always promise that there is. Of course, right now, you know, we're out here at Grasslands kicking off the spring training season for these Detroit Tigers here in Lakeland, the place they've called home for spring training for 87 years now. And there is uh, no shortage of other baseball going on right now as well. The collegiate side with the Russ Matt Spring Training Collegiate Invitational, that is in full swing right now across the entire county, bringing in more than 250. You correct me if I'm wrong there. Neil would have corrected me if he was still here. But I know it's more than 250 teams across the county. Really, if there's any open baseball diamond left in Polk County, Russ Matt will find it. If there's not any open one, it's because Russ Matt is in town. Um, <laughs> 
they uh, they are going to continue uh, for the next few weeks. So if you're uh, looking for some great baseball with the Tigers kicking off and th- this weekend, there is Russman out there as well. That's going to do it for segment one here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. For Becky, I'm Justin. Stay with us. We'll be right back for segment two. Now let's get back to more of Sports Central this Thursday afternoon and our next segment brought to you by Office Furniture Depot. Broadcasting live from Grasslands, here's Becky and Justin. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the second segment of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin, sitting alongside my good friend Becky Messina, talking sports with you this evening. As Eric said, we are live on location at Grasslands Country Club for the 27th Major League Scramble to kick off the spring training. Excuse me, I shouldn't say kickoff. I've been yelled at because kickoff is a football term and we're talking baseball. So the pitch of spring to training. start the spring training season, pitch yeah, off. the first pitch, pitch lead off, anyway. pitch off. We'll, we'll workshop that. Swing. We'll workshop that off air. First swing. Anyway, spring training. Anyway, uh, our uh, counterpart, Neil Duncan, is hard at work, maybe trying to get us a special guest to interview uh, while they're still wrapping up the major league scramble out on the course. It is a gorgeous day out here today. We should do on location stuff more often. We'll talk we should to, just work at Grasslands every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if uh, the team at Hall Communications will let us do that every uh, every week. I like being in the studio, though, too. I miss Eric uh, being in the studio. Thanks, anyway, guys. You're welcome, buddy. All right, so let's talk a little Major League Baseball. Of course, we're out here supporting the Detroit Tigers. Spring training is uh, starting. I almost said it again. It's starting this Saturday with their first home game at Publix Field at Joker Marcher Stadium as they take on the Philadelphia Phillies, followed up on Sunday uh, taking on the Baltimore Orioles. Um, Major League Baseball undergoing some changes this year. They've got yep. uh, some massive rule changes that I think are going to, in my opinion, I'm a baseball purist. I played mm-hmm. the game for 15 years. I don't know how much you know about it. I know from our time on the show together, you know uh, all of your stuff about football is because of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders <laughs> reality show. And your knowledge of basketball is because you worked a camera in college for, mm-hmm. for basketball. So, um, I did so how much up, do you know about baseball? I grew up watching baseball. My brother played. My dad coached. Okay. I'm a big Yankees fan. I go to a oh, game gosh. every year. Neil, can you get her off the show, please? Yeah. <laughs> please. Yes. Anyway, so Major League Baseball undergoing a lot of changes this year. They're implementing a pitch timer, 15 seconds with bases empty, 20 seconds with runners on. So basically trying to speed the game up on a pitch clock. Shift restrictions, if you remember, I think it was Joe Madden with the Rays back in 2008, 2007, 2008, really started the whole shift uh, change where infielders were shifting over to one side or the other. Usually third baseman or shortstop goes over to the right side of the infield for Mm -hmm. hitters that predominantly pull the ball. That is no longer going to happen in 2023. And they've also made the bases larger from 15 inches to 18 inches. They're expected to have a positive impact on player safety. Distance reduced by three inches from home to first and home to third, and the distance reduced by four and a half inches from first to second and second to third. Bigger bases did reduce injury events near the bases by more than 13% while they were used in the minors in 2022. So all of these changes are either aimed at pace of play in terms of speeding up the game so as Mm -hmm. um, not to be perceived as boring, if you will, with that being the pitch timer and then the shift restrictions and then the bigger bases, of course, being more aimed at player safety. So hearkening back to what you know about baseball from your brother playing and watching it growing up and all that good stuff, do you, do you care? Um, do you think this will help? 
I mean, I like the whole thing about player safety. I think that's really important. Of course. Um, I don't really think the other things will have that big of an effect as people might think that they're going to have. See, I'm not a fan of the pitch clock. I'm not an expert. (laughs) I'm not a fan of the pitch clock myself. The shift restrictions I love. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love. Again, I'm a baseball purist myself, so I want – I want the hit, I want it to be more action. I want there to be more hits. Yeah. You know, I I'm a lifetime Red Sox fan. Len, don't hit me. What about the the ghost runner rule that they yeah. made permanent now? I guess you start extra innings with somebody on second base. Yes. So whoever ended the whoever ended your at bat in the ninth inning will start on second base. Is this another way to shorten the game? I guess exactly. Mm-hmm. It's all based on pace of play mm. to make the games go faster. I'm all for it myself. I, although I'm the type of guy, like I said, I'm a purist at heart. So I could sit there and watch a baseball game for five hours and love every minute of it. Whereas predominantly the critics of the game always complain that it's like watching paint dry. It's too slow. And these obviously are all aimed at that in terms of the pitch clock, the ghost runner and extra innings, and then the shift restrictions as well. So I think the shift restrictions are going to help with action. There's going to be more hits. There's going to be more runs scored. Although if there are more runs scored, that means there's going to be more pitchers used. If there's more mm-hmm. pitchers used, that means that the game's going to be elongated a little bit as well. So I think there's a there's a push-pull, there's a give-and-take on some of this. So it'll be interesting to see. I'd love the opportunity to talk to any of our special guests here on site to get their take on how they feel these are going to change the game. Hopefully if we can get some. Hopefully they can get some. We'll wait and see. We still have two more segments. Um, but we are going to take a break here on segment two. That Man, this runs by. But that's going to do it for segment two on Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. For Becky, I'm Justin. Stick with us. We'll be back. Sports Central this afternoon on Talk Radio 96.7 and Sports Central brought to you by Home 2 by Hilton. Broadcasting live from Grasslands, your host, Justin LaFerrier. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As Eric said, I'm Justin, sitting alongside my good friend, Miss Becky Messina, tonight, live and on location at Grasslands Country Club for the 27th Major League Scramble for the Detroit Tigers as they are set to start their 87th year of spring training here in Lakeland. And we are joined, as promised, by a special guest right now, Mr. Bill Hobson with Michigan Golf Live. How are you this evening, Bill? Are you kidding me? I am sitting out on the balcony in a mid 80 degree perfect evening while my wife and family back in michigan are scraping a quarter inch of ice off of every surface known to mankind wow. so i'm doing pretty well thanks for asking luckily your wife in michigan can't hear you say that i know so. if this is podcast i'm in a, a world of hurt yeah great day great day so uh bill thank you for joining us this evening man uh this isn't the first time you've come down for the major league scramble is it no i think i've played in maybe seven or eight of these and it's such a great tradition and for tiger fans uh in michigan the snowbirds who are coming down and clogging up i4 um this is a rite of spring spring training such a big deal um i i have a tv show and stuff back in michigan that's carried on the same network as the tiger games and so We've had this relationship with Central Florida, visit Central Florida for quite some time, coming down to do our TV show and showing off the awesome golf and the restaurants and the fun you can have in this area. Yeah. But the Tigers are such a common thread between the two regions because we all know forever the longest serving, longest standing relationship between a city and a team. Absolutely. And it's very meaningful. 
Absolutely. And O'Neill was on earlier and he touched on that partnership aspect, obviously with Grasslands and the Tigers and the city of Lakeland and Visit Central Florida. But Michigan Golf Live, just another great example of those partnerships. And yeah. that, again, like you said, perfectly, Bill, the common thread being the Tigers that intertwines all of us. And, it, and it's just a beautiful day to come out here and support the Tigers Foundation on what has been a gorgeous day in Florida, as you mentioned, on a gorgeous golf course in Central Florida as well. Uh, I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot sure. before we talk Tigers a little more because I want to get your take on the Tigers. What's the best golf course you've played in Central Florida? You know, I have enjoyed over the years. And now I got to remember what the definitions of Central Florida so are. So Polk County. So Polk County. Well, Stream Song is awfully hard to beat. Yeah. They're part of your group, right? Yep, so that's a world-class golf destination. And I was just telling someone a few minutes ago who had asked me if we'd ever been there that when Stream Song first opened, like just cut the ribbon on everything. Sure. Nobody knew who they were, where they were, what they were. And our crew, uh, we had three rooms we occupied in that big lodge, and we were the only three tenants in the whole place. It was like The Shining. Wow. You could go out in the hallway and yell, hello, 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 hello. And now, of course, it's an entirely different animal, and it is packed and rocking. Yeah. And those are some great courses. Now, in a more budget-friendly setting, um, I, I don't think you could go wrong with a place like Eagle Brook. Yeah. Um, I love going up to Haines City to uh, Southern Dunes and that practice facility. I did this in January. The practice facility up there is one of my favorite places just to go burn a couple hours and hit balls and then work on the short game awesome. area. So you guys are blessed. There's great golf everywhere you turn down here. And you can play year round. That is a nice touch yeah. because right, <laughs> right now it's funny in Michigan to kind of get loosened up before I came down. I played a round of golf on a simulator. Okay. And it's nice, and it's fine, and it's... Not the same. Well, of course not. not I, I, had, I still had to put on a coat to get there. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and right now, the only thing I need is a shower because I got so hot today. It's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Bill, I want to get your take. You mentioned uh, you're going to get the opportunity to take in a Tiger Spring training game this weekend. They, uh, of course, kick off their season the, this Saturday against the Phillies over at Publix Field at Joker Marchant Stadium. Not a lot of expectations this year for the Tigers is moving into the 2023 season. Obviously, they had, the injury bug plagued them last year on the on the field. Ton of injuries. Um, but uh, what are you most looking forward to as the Tigers uh, obviously start spring training and then head back north? Well, it's funny when you start to measure expectations and gauge what people are expecting out of a team. I think one of the biggest errors, so to speak, that the team made last year was overconfidence that they were going to be more competitive than they were. And sure. then when the injuries kicked in, it was really messy. So I, I honestly believe they're going to be better this year than people are expecting, but they are wisely putting out the idea that they're still in this early uh, stages of a rebuilding phase. Now, I'm not, I'm not telling you to reserve time in October and November <laughs> right. to, to attend a World Series game, but um, this team's got too much good young talent and it's got a decent mix of some savvy veterans as well. Now, my hope is that the season doesn't simply turn into a, a Cabrera farewell tour. Sure. We know that's part of it and, and well-deserved. I mean, my goodness, the guy's an icon. But I think this team's going to be a little better than they were last year and a little better than maybe early uh, predictions are. I think so, too. Uh, you know, like you said, and I think they've got the right manager in place, too, with A.J. Hinch there at the helm. He's, his track record speaks for itself in terms of development of young players. Yeah. You know, guys like Riley Green, Spencer Torkelson, they're going to obviously look to get Casey Mize back from injury, Tariq Skubal back from injury. They've got great young pitching coming up the pipeline, good young position players. But like you said, they've got an intermixed 
of good vets as well. You could have occupied about half of the top floor at Lakeland Regional Medical Center with that team from last year. <laughs> yeah. and there was an injury happening every other day. It was bad. And they were to starters, right? So, uh, And today in this outing, I had the chance to play with two young pitchers, uh, Reese Olson and uh, Bo Brisky. Um, and both of these guys who, you know, they, they're not going to be confused for being linebackers, right? They, they're not gigantic specimens physically. Right. They're throwing at 97, 98, and that, that athleticism and those lively arms, I think, is what really the focus is right now with this team, is to make sure that your pitching foundation is strong moving forward because that's the kind of thing that will last you forever. Well, not forever, but almost forever. If you still look at guys like Scherzer and, and Verlander, you could say forever because yeah. they're still going very strong. Now, are there more of those guys in the pipeline? Who knows? That's a, that's a pretty rarefied error. But, uh, and by the way, if those guys... If baseball doesn't work out for them, long drive competitions. Yeah. I, I, I can't tell you the number of times today. I just stayed in the cart. And just, uh, I was like, hey, thanks for the drive. Yeah. I don't, why would I hit? I, no need to. Unbelievable. No need the to. swing speed, the athleticism is crazy. Bill, before our Eric, our producer, pulls the hook out on us, I want to get your take on the rule changes for Major League Baseball this year. Obviously, you're, you're well in tune with the sport uh, of golf, but baseball as well. Uh, what's your take on the, the pitch clock, the shift, uh, the shift going back to normal, no shift, um, yeah. like it has been. And then I'm, the, I'm in favor of one and opposed to the other. So okay. um, shift, leave it alone. Should not have put a rule in place. Hitters need to get better. I'm old school. I like that. I'm like square around. Put one down the third baseline and they won't shift on you anymore. Yeah. But, um, I, and baseball has never been a game where um, boundaries were important except down the baselines. Sure. Right? You're not going to come out and now you now you're going to come out and measure if the guy's left foot is on the other this side is all we need base. is more replay right all we need is more super zoom in replay delays and every, so i don't care for that change pitch clock i'm fascinated by okay um i don't quite know how it works when it comes to holding a runner on base so if the guy's on first mm -hmm. he's watching the clock as well mm -hmm. when that clock hits three two one why doesn't he just get a running start? Yeah. So I don't know how that plays out, and perhaps there's some more nuance to the rule that I'm not aware of. Um, but that one, I, I'm all for speeding up the game. That one's going to be a little dicey, I think, in the early going. Sort of like when they pat down pitchers coming off the mound. It's still a little bit awkward. Yes. <laughs> it, it's going to take some getting used to, yeah. that is for sure. Yeah. So, Bill, we mentioned at the uh, top of the segment that, uh, of course, you're with Michigan Golf Live. So tell our listeners, man, what are you looking forward to uh, for Michigan Golf Live? Yeah, you season? know, we celebrate the game um, with our TV and radio shows and our podcasts and things like that. We go all over the country and highlight great golf destinations. That's what led to our visit Central Florida friendship over all these years. Um, and what I'm looking forward to is another strong year of the growth of the game. Um, don't take this the wrong way, but COVID was fantastic for golf. Yeah. Fantastic for I get golf. It. You can't get yeah. a tee time anywhere in Michigan. You can't get a tee time anywhere in Florida right now. Right. Um, and that's because people started to rediscover the beauty and the glory of just going outside um, and, and having some time in nature. And it was also declared as a, a more safe activity. And man, oh man, did people come out everywhere. So this is the 24th year of Michigan Golf Live, believe it or not. I had a little bit of hair when we started and uh now it's gone but we we certainly are blessed and again thank you for the hospitality down here of course and for turning the weather up to an absolutely perfect setting 
Couldn't we, be better. We couldn't have scripted it any better for sure, Bill. We appreciate you taking the time to join us this evening on Sports yeah. Central. And uh, we look forward to a many more years of the partnership with Michigan Golf Live. And hopefully we'll see you again next year for the 28th annual. I Major will League say Scramble. amen to all of that. Thank you. Outstanding. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for segment three of Sports Central here. Stay tuned as Becky and I come back and wrap it up. Talk Radio 96.7. And yes, we're talking sports on Sports Central. Brought to you by Haven Coffee Roasters. Broadcasting live from Grasslands. Here's Justin and Becky. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the fourth and final segment of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As Eric said, I'm Justin. That's Becky. We've been broadcasting live from Grasslands for the 27th annual Major League Scramble all evening and happy to be here because it is a gorgeous Florida evening right now. Just had a great interview with our good friend Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live. Appreciate him coming on and touching base with us for a few minutes. But as always in the fourth and final segment, we're going to let you know about what is going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. For all information on the events we touch on and anything else going on, please go to our websites at visitcentralflorida.org or centralfloridasports.com. Come out and talk to me and my team at the Welcome Center at I-4 and 27 in Davenport. We're always happy to say hi. Becky, what is going on right now? Um, I want to talk about the Florida Natural Charity Classic Please do. for a minute. Um, it's happening February 27th to March 5th. It's in Winter Haven, Florida. It is an annual golf tournament for professional women golfers on the Epson Tour. Did I say that right? You did. Awesome. The LPGA's Developmental Tour. It is the event. Sorry. The event has been being played in the country in, oh, my God, at the Country Club of Winter Haven <laughs> since 2017. <laughs> okay. That's all the talking for you. <laughs> Uh, I do want to mention again, we've got some uh, high school teams competing right now, literally almost as we speak at the RP Funding Center. Lake Gibson girls going to be taking on St. Thomas Aquinas. Tomorrow at 2.30, Winter Haven girls taking on Colonial in the state semis, looking to take home more hardware for Polk County here at the FHSAA state basketball finals. And then, of course, we mentioned earlier, Winter Haven, Lakeland, and Victory Christian all still alive in their regional tournaments as they look to make their way to the RP Funding Center next week for the boys' FHSAA State Basketball Finals. We talked about it earlier as well. Russ Matt is currently in full swing. It is the largest spring training. Goodness, I can't talk either. Spring training collegiate invitational tournament in the entire country. They are out there on every baseball diamond in Polk County. They will be out here for at least the next probably four, five, six weeks. Yeah, I think that they're here for like a month, yeah. a good month or two. They're here for a while. Yep, and then obviously the Detroit Tigers spring training is pitching off. <laughs> starting. Just say starting. Like I've gotten in your head now. <laughs> they have their first game on Saturday against the Phillies, followed by a Sunday game against the Orioles. Um, you can check out their schedule online, I believe. And if that's not enough baseball for you as well, Prospect Wire next-gen kickoff is taking place <laughs> this weekend at the Lake Myrtle Sports Complex, Saturday and Sunday. So that's Russ Matt Spring Training Collegiate Invitational, Detroit Tigers Spring Training, Prospect Wire next-gen kickoff, all taking place this weekend here in Central Florida's Polk County. Yep, then we have the FHC 50s tournament coming up. That's also on the 25th and the 26th of February. It is, I believe, a softball tournament, and there's about – 1,800 people that are supposed to be FH FHC stands for Florida Half Century. Yep. Just going to throw that out there. So now <laughs> you know for next time. The uh, USFA, United States, US, I don't know, USFA, you got that one? 
Uh, we'll check on that one. USFA <laughs> February event taking place this weekend. Softball event as well. 1,500 expected visitors out at the Bartow Softball Complex at County Road 555. And then, they, of course, the spring games, the collegiate spring training softball tournament. That starts, I believe, this weekend? Yes. As 20, well. 25th. Going to start over at the Diamond Plex in Winter Haven. So, as promised, there is never a shortage of events going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. Check out... Our website's visitcentralflorida.org, centralfloridasports.com for any and all information on any events going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. I do want to mention, if you're looking for something to watch tonight, just because Len told me to, the Tampa Bay Lightning going to be taking on the Buffalo Sabres at home, I believe, at Emily Arena tonight, 7 o'clock. So there is other things besides baseball and softball going on. If they win, you get free Chick-fil-A. There it is, Becky's plug. She's looking for Chick-fil-A. I got Chick-fil-A the other day for free you yesterday. Did. Congrats. Thank What'd you, you get? Um, I got a chicken sandwich. Okay. There you have it. Just so you know, Braden Point scored his 200th career goal on Tuesday night. Wow. The Lightning are just stacked. And they're, they're pretty oh, good. Yeah. They're they good, are really They good. are very good. My Boston, my Boston Bruins looking pretty good in the Eastern Conference. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's up with Boston uh, this year. I think they're all on steroids or something. Um, <laughs> Len says, test them all. <laughs> test them all. Why not? Uh, no, Boston is, uh, they just ran from the beginning pretty much. Yeah, they've been playing very well. I looked at their record. I think they're 43-13 and 13 on the year right now. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it runs by every single week. Um, this has been fun, though. I'm happy to be out here on location at Grasslands. Becky, thank you so much. Thank you. I had a fun day. Len, thank you so much. Absolutely. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. For Becky, I'm Justin. Reporting live from Grasslands Country Club for the 27th Major League Scramble as the Detroit Tigers start their 87th year of spring training here in Lakeland this Saturday at Publix Field at Joker Marchant Stadium. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back same time, same place next week.